Hi, everyone. This is Coach Stephanie Wood, and I'm with my favorite colleague, Milo, M-I-L-O Shapiro. There he is, S-H-I-P-I-R-O. S-H-A-P. He spelled it wrong. It's S-H-A-P, not I. <laughs> S-H. Well, now everybody will really remember it. S-H-A-P-I-R-O. Shapiro. down in the corner. <laughs> So with that said, you're at my podcast, Tap Into Your Body Confidence, where entrepreneurs unite to showcase their talents to the world. And Milo, please tell people a project that you're up to and how they can connect with you. Sure. Um, so the main project of my world is helping people be more effective speakers. Uh, there's so many people out there in the business world, entrepreneurs in particular, who get kind of thrown into having to talk about their businesses or talk about a project, talking in sales, and they aren't necessarily good at it. There's this horrible belief that if you know English and you know your topic, you should be good at speaking about it. And there's like 20 other steps in between. Uh, we see all these so-called talented speakers out there. Oh, he's so talented. She's so great. These are just people who intuit those 20 things. The rest of us kind of need to learn how to do that. So I help people see where they're getting in their own way through one-on-one -on -one coaching and helping them develop whatever it is they want to talk about or just the skills to talk about whatever comes along. So that's kind of the, the big project of my life. It's a great project. And what would be the uh, URL you would like them to go to to connect with you? Sure. Um, my main site is miloshapiro.com, which talks about me as a speaker and a team building, other things we can chat about. But if you know specifically you're interested in, in improving your public speaking skills, you can kind of shortcut finding it by going to the, the word I have at the top there, publicdynamics.com. And, uh, and then you'll get a little video interview with me where I, I tell you a little bit more myself and a little bit of my story. Wonderful. And you can find me at BodyAwe, B-O-D-Y-A-W-E, like an awesome.com. And as Milo knows, I love coaching women entrepreneurs to integrate better skills into their business. And most importantly, to tap into their confidence so that they could feel free to just go out there and showcase whoever they are and how they want to do it. So with that said, Milo, we talked earlier in the week about a client that came to us where she has been approached by a speaker organization and she wants to know, oh my goodness, yeah, I want to do this, but where do I start? How would you start well, with her? At least she says, I want to do this. Most people <laughs> just run away. So you give her credit for that. Um, and then they have other people who say to me, uh, uh, I've got a speech coming up in, in two months. Should I join Toastmasters? I'm like, yes, you should join Toastmasters in 2012, but it's too late for that now. <laughs> because it's a, it's a lovely organization, but it's a slow way to learn where every sixth week you'll have a chance to speak. You'll get feedback from people who might have joined the club after you. I mean, it's, it's a lovely group and you can grow over a very long period of time, but that's not going to help you for the speaking engagement coming up. Uh, and that's part of why I created what I do is to give people that one-on-one -on -one crash course if need be. You know, if someone says to me, I'm giving a speech in three weeks, I'm like, how is your Monday, Wednesday, Friday of next week? Because we're going to need to meet quite a bit if it's only in two weeks. But let's say she had a little more time. Uh, hopefully, 
that would be there. And much as I want to help people as a coach, and I can, let me give some ideas for people who may not be using a coach. The first thing you want to do is really think out what is the key to your message? You don't want to be rambling. What is the, if you could summarize in one sentence, what is the thing I want this audience to get out of this presentation? Then build your program around making sure almost everything you say, short of a little entertaining stories here and there, but for the most part, you're working to support that key statement. And I, I teach a, I'm not going to get into it here, but I teach a four-step process where that the second step is kind of declaring okay, that. Okay, let me just pause you here with the first step. So if I was this client, and yes, I want to make clear about my message, but more importantly, as her coach, I would go through the body confidence part of it. I know a lot of women that I work with, all right, they have their message, they have A, B, through, you know, A, B, C's, all that, but how, how do you practice with them being on that stage, Milo? You're very gregarious, you're very full of joy. I mean, how do you help someone tap into that place of who they are? So the first, the first step is not to think about the stage. That's the last step. The okay. first step, think about how are you going to convey this message well with words that make sense, with images that make sense. Don't think about this, the performance part of it until you've got your basic speech together. For some people, that's going to mean scripting it out, practicing reading it, getting off the page a little bit, making eye contact here and there. And that's going to help them to feel like, I know what I'm going to say before worrying about how will I be on stage? How will I would you? Would you, um, I agree with that. Would you um, have them uh, use a recorder and so that they could critique how they sound? Later. Later. I Because people jump to that too quickly. If you're not I'm quite- I'm jumping, Milo, I'm jumping. I'm telling you to tell them not to. <laughs> Because if people will start recording it before they figured out quite what the message is. And then when they play No, it, if they have the message. Okay, good. And they're just doing a little script. Yeah. And they're um, practicing. If you're working on your own, or I do recommend a recorder. I don't recommend the video camera. Because people get so caught up in how they look and you know, being self-conscious. Mm -hmm. And they notice the thing they did with their hand. They're not listening to themselves. So use the audio feature of your phone or whatever you use for recording most of the way to the end. In fact, most people should never videotape themselves because if you don't know how to give yourself feedback, all you're going to do is make yourself self-conscious. So listen to the audio, make it sound good, and you're probably going to be making the right choices with your face and your body for the most part. But feedback from someone watching you, whether it's a coach or a friend or a not generally not your significant other because that does not tend to go well. <laughs> someone you trust that that is not that person. Uh, is going to help you probably more. And if you don't have that person, let the video part go. Just trust yourself. Another thought that came to mind that I've done is record audio, but also to practice with somebody else, like to get that yeah. back and forth instead of me making up this weird yeah. scenario. As long as it's not early in the game because you want to use that person's time reasonably. So wait until you're feeling better and say, can I try this out on you? Don't do your first attempts on that person, unless they're going to help you with the writing too. If you say, I need help with this writing. Can you hear where I'm at? Then it's a different story. But don't try out your program ready to go 
er, too early because the person's gonna be like, how many times do I have to hear this? You know, so bring it, bring, be respectful by bringing it to them when you've done some of your own homework first. And Milo, what would be one other challenge that somebody would have with? Most, one of the things that people do, I hear a lot is, I do better in the second half of my program. It's the first half, but once I get comfortable, then I then I start to settle in and I relax and I get mm. better. And part of the reason for that is they did not warm up before they hit the stage. An excellent speaking coach years ago said to me, I think it was before I was even a coach or very early on in my coaching years, back in 2003, four, um, she said to me, you are going to warm up. You have a choice. It can be before you hit the stage, so you start out good, or it can be the first half of your speech. But there is no getting around the fact that you will warm up. So be respectful of your audience and do things to warm up before you ever get to the stage. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot, Milo. What yeah. have you done to warm up? I do a series of things. I did a couple of things before this call because I wanted to be at my best before this call. So there are certain vocal exercises that I do. There's facial exercises I do. Some One person said to me one time, of the 12 speakers that were on stage, that you were the only one whose face was alive. What did you do to, to wake up your face? And this is before I understood about warm-ups. Warm this is, again, back around 2002, 2003. And what I had accidentally done that warmed up my face was I was backstage. I was very nervous. And so what I did just to practice my, uh, my opening was I lip-synced my entire opening story. And in the process of lip syncing it, I was really warming up all the muscles in my face because I couldn't make any sound. So instead of just like kind of mumbling to myself, <laughs> I'm overdoing it and I warmed up my muscles. We forget that the face is full of muscles. It's not just skin and bones, it's muscles. And if this feels like a big smile because I haven't really, it's 7.30 in the morning and I just woke up half an hour ago and raced there, had a cup of coffee. My mouth is not good, but- I if think I you should patent that limp syncing. I think you should patent that. Uh, there's too many Milo's people. Milo's limp syncing, yeah. So <laughs> with that said, um, I'm just going to add one little bit because I would add movement. Yeah. Yep. So it's just not this up, this this down, because that would calm my nerves. It would also make me animated being in my body and understanding her intelligence. So with that said... Milo, what would be one thing, I know that's hard, to tell our audience to remember from our conversation? Uh, I'm going to add something new instead of remember from something we've already said, which is share stories. Too many people, when they speak, jump right into data, 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 data. And it's hard for the human mind to take in that much data. Stop. Stop <laughs> with the stats. Oh. It's not a statistic. I'm just saying share stories. No, I'm just saying when they go oh, on and on with numbers. <laughs> I thought you meant me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never pick on you. Not until later. <laughs> I thought you meant I was sharing statistics. But you yeah. are too funny. No, really. I, I I, have a problem with that because it's just it starts to get gargled in my head. What it's mean? not how our brains work. So when you share stories that back up the data, Beautiful. it helps make it stick in the sides of the brain better. Studies have shown that. I love it. So how can people connect with you, Mr. Milo? Best, yeah, best ways to learn a little bit more at publicdynamics.com. And if they want to reach me, there's a contact page. And for myself, body awe, B-O-D-Y-A-W-E.com. And Milo, your insights are truly inspirational. And I will see you again. Look forward to it. <laughs>